What is up, everybody? Clint Esposito here with the Throwback Moto Thursday. This week we are watching FMX Riot number three. What is up, Steven? How are you doing? Yo! I think you're Am I allowed to talk now? You can talk. <laughs> okay, cool. No, because uh, all I've done is speak German tonight uh, to my teacher at the German course because nobody else was there. And then she said, I'm not going to teach you anymore. I'm catching my bus and I'm going home. So I finally get to talk to you. Did she say that? it in German? Ich kann jetzt mit dir sprechen. See, it sounds way I, worse. I, I, I said it fast. <laughs> To make it sound like I knew what I was saying, but I think if anybody knew German, they'd say I fucked that up. Well, that would be your <laughs> followers that would realize that, not mine. So, <laughs> and it also would mean that my teacher hasn't done her job very well. So, well, obviously yeah. leaving class early. Yeah, exactly. you should have gotten the ultimate class in one on one. I was hoping. Yeah, like... I was hoping for one on one, but you know what? I'm either not paying enough or I'm not good looking enough. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't know what it is. But yeah. How are you, man? All I'm, good? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Better this week. Better. Uh, I've been busy. Uh, so actually at the moment right now, I'm in the middle of uh, pretty much finalizing the guys for Munich, Night of the Jumps in yeah. April. So Awesome. I would probably say by this time next week, I should have a full rider's field for you. Awesome. Okay. Might be able to drop, be able to drop that news by next week. Very good. So, Is it going to be a team competition again this year? Yeah. So these, yeah, exactly. So the German and Swiss rounds this year will be the team's one again. Um, so yeah, trying to get a couple more international guys over. Uh, we may have somebody, we'll have at least somebody flying over from your way. Okay. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Maybe we can get two. I'm trying my best. I'm going to pull the... How do I view the live... There we go. I'm trying... Viewing the live stream, so that way if anybody... John, basically, comes in here and talks, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so we need more than just John. Yeah, people on this seem thing. to be getting in there. Yeah. But... uh all right, so one thing real quick before we get into it. The Two Wheels of Freedom Fest. I'm really trying to uh, pump it up, get it going. We are doing the, we're bringing the amateur FMX contest back. I feel like that's the most applicable, applicable part of that event for yep. said live stream. But uh, yep. we also are going to have like a pit bike race. We're going to have an area for dirt drags, and that'll be on your Harley or on your uh, dirt bike or pit bike or whatever. Um, and then we'll also have, like, guided rides for the Harley. We're going to have some music. I'm going to jump the Harley. We've been talking about doing something extra, like having, like, a raised firewall and, like, jump through oh. it to the landing or something. So uh, you can't really put something like that on the landing. Being no. a wood landing, you light it up. But on you fire. are kind of extra, so that is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I Man, that, if that's cool. My... So hang on. Are you going to 
Can you get like a Harley Davidson to do a drag against the 450? That's, well, that's that what I was going? thinking. I'm like, is are they even comparable? I have no idea. I want to see a Harley versus a 450 versus a Stark Varg. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, I that's what my that's where I was going at the end. I would say you would do street bike like classes certain um cc's yada yada and then do a dirt bike class and then if you wanted to have a race off versus like the fastest dirt bike versus the harley yeah if you fill everybody with enough booze and like get like this smack talk going and be like okay the harley guy has to like (laughs) i don't know defend his honor yeah and uh he needs to win that thing over this Damn dirt bikers. You're like, look at so, all those CCs. How am I going to beat you with a 450, bro? Come on. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I think it's a really cool idea. I, I love it. Um, And we're even going to have, there's a pond down in the back. This is a Cedar Grove Motocross Park. There's a pond down in the back where it's going to be camping. It'll be 21 and up there. We'll probably have a bar area and everything. So, nice. uh, yeah, trying to put on a full event. I figured um, there's not that, that many uh amateurs in any given place in the united states i would say so i'm like we need to have an event where the fmx is like kind of a a, something for people to go and watch as well as compete in but the whole thing's going to be fun and there'll be a lot of events so we'll also have biker games you know like slow riding or they push the keg in between like some lines and all that type of stuff so um i will awesome how 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 do i find it i was just gonna say <laughs> so you can right now go to two wheels to freedom.com and they have i have the link up there if you click any of those images it'll take you to the ticket uh page where you can get tickets i am finalizing the schedule and the events we did originally have a pro motocross race but we figured that would take a lot of uh focus and energy and we want the event to be more about less serious and a little bit more about fun so we decided just to do a pit bike race so that way you can get more people involved and um it'll still be fun to watch it's just going to be one class we're trying to keep it simple so it's not like the pro races on the pit bikes well that's we were just going to do money well we were talking about maybe two classes money class and then just the goof off class the goof off class is the money class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It's true. Whether guys are wearing a horn hat or going for the gold. Hell yeah. Either yeah, way. that's awesome. When, um, when is it? April April 19th and 20th. So the freestyle contest is going to be on the 20th. Um, it's a week before your yeah. contest. Your contest yeah. is the following week. Exactly. I was like, hang on. That, that <laughs> yeah. really sounds familiar. Uh, no, I, I think ours is ours is before you. I think ours is the thirteenth. I thought you posted yep. something. Oh, it is. I thought it was the twenty yeah, eighth or something like that. No, we've got the twenty sixth of October. Mm. That's another one. No, so Munich is the thirteenth of April. So yeah, one week after ours. Uh, so like I said, we actually one of the guys who could be coming to ours. I'm pretty sure he rides pit bikes. So. If he gets home, uh, the, we actually have. He is in that area. If it's who I'm thinking, oh. uh, it's gonna be Banks. Oh, whoa! No, I haven't. <laughs> no, actually, I do need to talk to him. 
So no, he's in thanks. North Carolina. <laughs> but oh, I do okay. need to talk to that dude, so too. So it's somebody that rides pit bikes from the U.S. I mean, the only other person I would imagine you guys calling up is who we keep talking about, but I don't ever see him post any pit bike stuff, which is uh, Colby Gort. No. Who the hell are you getting? He's not, a, he's not Oh, uh, Jared McNeil. Javier. He's not a big pit bike guy, either. Doesn't he ride them? Maybe. He rides more bicycles with his kids, I would I, say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw him on a pit bike, like, the other day doing a backflip, and I'm like, mm. he actually makes the pit bike look like a regular-sized bike. <laughs> I'm like, so right there, he's got an unfair advantage straight away. Like, I sent the video straight to Squibby, and I'm like, is it just me, or did Javier actually make that look like he's riding a 250? Yeah. Right at home. <laughs> Poor dude. No, I do need to talk to Banksy, actually. Thank you for the reminder. So, um, Good. I'm glad you're having Javier. I love Javier. Yeah. He's Just a good need time. to get him over. That's, All right. Are you yeah. ready to go to our yeah. feature presentation? I'm sure people are like, we don't give a shit already. Let's go. Yeah, shut the hell up and <laughs> press play, would you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go, man. All right. We're going to go three, two, one. Oh, mine's loading a little bit. We're good there. Oh no! <laughs> shall we? Shall we start again at the start? We can only be half a second off. I'll probably hear it. See, we got four people uh, watching. What's up, everybody? G'day, g'day. How you going? I mean, this is this is going to be cool because. I was looking at doing a, uh, a free ride event last year in Sand Dunes. Okay. So I actually did have a little bit of a look at this footage oh, last okay. year. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot. So I went through it just to find some screen catches, like to make the thumbnail and stuff. I didn't go through the end, but there was a lot more. It's deceiving because the dunes are not that big per se, no. but they're still finding like, cool jumps. Yeah, exactly. So that was the one thing that I liked about this one. So, where, where did they say they are? They're in Dubai, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I have to say, this is oh, here we go. Which, it's early enough where when they show Dubai, dude, because I've been there, and this is so early that like, there's nothing finished in Dubai yet. <laughs> yeah, true. True that. I've never been, so... I just had a layover, but we walked around, obviously. Oh, that's cool. Like an overnight layover. An overnight? Yeah, going to Oman. We flew into Dubai and stayed there just for one night and, uh, in some hotel. So we just walked out around them. Oh, yeah. Are they run, running paddles or no? Doesn't look like it. I thought I saw... I thought I saw a little bit of paddle. That's paddle not dust. Paddle. No, it doesn't. The way the, they're kicking dirt, it doesn't look like it. Dude, that's what I mean. There is some sick But that one, jumps. I think that was a paddle, though. Yeah, there's that's a paddle. Yeah, that one's a paddle. You can see how it's roosting. Hey, looking at the paddle? Oh, you better believe that's a paddle. Remember uh, the Fox movie Fly, Damon Bradshaw? And he's like, all I need is a hooker and a flag and I'll be in control. That's 
<laughs> That's what the tire was called. The sand tire was called a hooker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and then he had one of those tall flags. He's like, you just no need way. a hooker and a flag and you're in control. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's much cooler jumps than I was expecting. Yeah, this is actually not too bad at all. Oh, that was a yeah. That was a decent jump to a not Look at very that. big land. Like a big triple type of fucking thing. So, all right, so who have we got here? We got Mason. Renner. Uh, Renner Jared, was yeah. the free ride guy at this point. Todd yeah. Potter. Yeah. Um, Justin Holman. Yeah. One of the seven United Air I don't remember who else. Located on the Persian Gulf, smack in the middle of the most controversial region of the earth. This surreal frontier is expanding See? faster. How there's like just dirt in front of everything. There's no grass or anything yet. <laughs> billions beyond billions are being spent to create what. That's when I tell people like. City in the world. Like Oman was sick because it was all like old. Yeah. And I'm like. Uh, Whereas this is just completely Dubai different. is like the 2000s just blew up all over the place. Like it's just yeah. like there's nothing old. Unlike any other dirt bike mecca on the planet, the crew were stunned. It's like, is that a dirt bike mecca? The only friendly site was a local Honda dealership. Well, there we go. Shiny new bikes awaited, fresh off the boat from Japan. They had to order bikes to do. Dubai. It doesn't sound like a dirt bike mecca. <laughs> They're like, we don't even have this. All fresh out of the box. Renner, being a factory KTM rider, would import his own machine from Europe. The orange two-stroke KTM 250. The rules to ride are simple. Three days of competition will take place. Each session will be self-judged at the end of the day. There will be five riders. At the end of the three days, the rider with the most points wins. With vehicles and trailers supplied by the Dubai Honda dealership, the crew prepared to nice. vastly crowded. They gave him a Dodge Dakota. Metropolis. <laughs> From the Honda car dealership. <laughs> Not like, Honda motorcycle, Honda yeah, car. Like, we don't have trucks, sorry. Following the directions from a few dirt biking locals, the crew drove into the endless Arabian desert. The first oh stop, number 53. Today's ride that would only just be a scout awesome. required to break in the brand new bikes. So after a stroll through a real Bedouin village and past the camel herd, the crew slithered to the edge of what might be the largest expanse of sand on the planet. Oh, Jeremy Lusk. Oh, yeah. We strolled in here through like this old abandoned village full out of like war movies. Next thing you know, you're looking at the biggest set of dunes I've ever seen. Why? And a million sweet looking lips. So. Did he cut his nice little first airbox if he's taping it up now? Uh, well, it looks to me like there's an FMX Forever sticker like on the side of that mm. bike. So I guess he's got that from Jimmy Verbert. Or he had one over there. Yeah, well, uh, well, they just said that I imported it from Europe. So I'm yeah. guessing that it's just come straight from Jimmy. Maybe Red Bull has sent it over. Because Jimmy Verberg like, does yeah. all the work with Red Bull. Five unique riders were invited to compete in Riot 3. All of them with a solid free riding resume. 
Mike Mason has proved himself as a top rider in this sport by winning multiple medals at the X Games. He took second place at Riot 2 and is looking to one-up it here in Dubai. I think like a lot of us in the same boat as you just think of this area as war, you know? I'm like, just so gnarly, you'd never even want to step foot in it unless you absolutely had to, but you come out here, it's cool, man. It's just laid back, cool little setting, you know? Checking out the world, riding motorcycles that's, with my buddies. That's the tourism uh, catch line right there. It's a war zone, you don't want to step foot in it, but uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Well, he was saying that's what we hear about that area, which you don't hear that about Dubai. No, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, Dubai's not, that's not what I would have thought I've of I've never heard of any wars in Dubai. They have too much money. No. They're like, no, exactly. Yeah, they got too much to have yeah. a war. Yeah, not, no one's not that, Not that middle of the range amount of money to start a war. They just got too much. One way. Like in Oman, they all of the um, nationals got just a money every month from oil. Oh wow! So like everybody just had nice cars and big houses. They just get yeah. to pay up for the resources. We don't want to like do it. that here. We want to buy our oil and everything from everyone else. Because that's a humanitarian thing to do. <laughs> You can come out here to the dunes and turn one corner, and all of a sudden, everything's set up completely. Young different. Ronnie Renner. You go over one hump, and everything mm. changes. It's all about the weather, all about your creativity, and uh, it always comes down to your balls, too. <laughs> how, how much of them you want to use. Rounding out the field is OG Justin Homan, one of the original gangsters that started the entire sport of freestyle motocross. I wouldn't be running 13, personally. Today. The oldest rider with the Whoa. most approved. Oh, cool. Is I was like, he's over bombing. In this competition. See, this is them with all their money just stunting their Jeeps around the desert. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh <laughs> damn. That's like when you see the Arab dudes doing 80 and then go on two wheels and spin their trucks around. This is where it is. Exactly. Right. That doesn't this, happen this in war zones. The third one of its kind. The original riot took place in the desert of Southern California. That's it. It was here where Jeremy Stenberg threw the first ever backflip in a true natural terrain environment. Yeah, FMX Riot is basically about the riders making the rules. We find the hits. It's interesting Homan got on it, right? Like, yeah, I wonder if it was because of the bike. Like, oh, we got Hondas. Uh, who rides Honda? I'm not saying he's not good, but he's not necessarily the most free ridey. You know, like, even in video parts, I feel like it's never been, like, free ride stuff, really, that much. No, unfortunately, the, the thing I remember about Homan is uh, the, the Holy Grab, or Holy Man. Yeah. Originally, he did it with a bungee cord. Yeah, exactly. That's all I remember, is him with a bungee cord yeah. and just hanging from the thing. Yeah, I so, rode with him during that period. Oh, nice. At a couple monster truck shows. But um, he was very cool, very, like, just chill. Yeah. That's cool. So, right one, right two. We're now on to three. There's one rider, I guess, who's done all of them. No. Uh, no. Who would have done all of them? Potter. 
that's a Potter. Actually, yeah, I was just thinking maybe Todd Potter. Potter's yeah. the only one. Um, yeah, because Mace didn't do the first one. Yeah. I wonder how many years this was because this, um, again, like Potter seems so much older. Oh, was Jesse Olsen one of the crew on this thing? Yeah. Um, I've got a feeling that this might be two years later. That's my point. I don't think it's they were not right in a row. It's like he really uh, fought to try to get this thing to happen. Yeah. Where the knobbies, they kind of tend to dig down and you don't get as much momentum. And you're in like fifth gear, just bang. Four feet instead of four strokes, and the sand is more mountains than dunes, lies an empty paradise in the middle of the Arabian subcontinent. Hell yeah. All right, riders, I'd like to welcome you all Man. to Dubai. Uh, you just want to be there, just go riding. For, uh, what we do best, riding dirt bikes yeah. in the big air. This is Riot 3. Um, you guys know the rules. There's pretty much no rules. Just go out and find the biggest jumps as possible. We'll be reviewing the tape at the end of the day to decide who is the winner. It's pretty simple. Just stay safe, stay together, and have fun. I love Jesse's hair. No time, as several jumps had been scouted and found. But they're decent jumps, actually. Yeah. They're not they're that actually... big. That's what I'm saying. But they're like long. Yeah. I feel like in the United States, the dunes are just way taller. Yeah. But these are like. They're still kind of steep, where you still get pop off of them. Well, I mean, Todd Potter's just going to go and double hard anything, but, uh... There you go, Jeremy. <laughs> it was kind of like, down a hill, and there was like a drop-off, and then like another little speed roll, and then like a, I think it was third gear, cool. tabletop. But by the end of the filming, it was like a rut from like where I was starting, all the way off the jump. Oh, man. I was like man. landing in another rut and taking off, so it's kind of cool, like... You know, just kind of use like some old school racer stuff and just jump, stay in the rut, and then you can kind of get like a little whip off it. So that was definitely fun. They look funny on all these stock Hondas. I'm not seeing much in the way of whips, though. No. I wonder if that's because of the sand. They haven't shown Renner yet. True. He's coming off a win from Ride to the Hills, so. I think he wants to win this thing. So. Did he say Renner's coming off a, a win from Ride to the Hills? But we're judging, so he really can't win. <laughs> 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 Is that? All right, so Ride to the Hills. Was that a Red Bull event? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think that was a Parsons deal. Ah, uh, really you know, yeah. I've never ridden uh, on the dunes before for more than like 10 minutes. Never jumped on the dunes, so riding a 450, not really my my bike of choice for freestyle, but not here having fun. I Ooh. saw Renner hit it up and back and followed him a little bit. Can't let those guys one up me. They just went out there and hit it, and before you know it, it's like everything else. You got to be aggressive. You can't halfway do it. You just got to charge it. And once I started charging it, having fun, starting to pull some tricks off. 
Hang on. So he said he's never ridden sand dunes. Exactly. This is what I was talking about. 450's not his bike of choice. <laughs> and he's still just going to go send it. So your nice. theory's out of there. For sure, Holman. Justin Holman. I, I don't think he's ever been in the dunes yet. And he's hitting everything. He's doing good, you know. And but that was my point of how did Justin Holman get in? Guys, you know, so you see one guy doing You know, like, just because. Maybe there was, like, an opening where they're like, let's just see what somebody can do who doesn't know what's going to happen. Like, this could be the craziest footage in the world. Yeah, but he's a good enough rider. I'm sure they didn't expect him to grenade himself. Well, I found out very quickly the first time I rode in sand dunes was for a video shoot. And I had the biggest crash of the video. So, I didn't know what a soft spot in the sand was. I had no idea of the concept. So, uh... I found out on a fifth gear hip jump at the base of the takeoff, like a base. I was at the top of the at the top of the takeoff. Oh, yeah, yeah, right at the top. It just just stopped my front wheel, and I just went straight through the bars. Fifth gear. Yeah, Mike Mason. Then I proposed to my girlfriend the next day. When he's on, he's hard to beat. Yeah, I, I really hit my head hard. Mason's probably one of the sickest guys on a dirt bike right now. He's probably the smoothest out here, I think, just in my opinion, out of the riders. Name is Mike Mason from Carson City, Nevada. Alright, so if we learned our lesson we from last week, watching Riot 2 with the edit, like last time we were like, yeah, Mets is going to win this because yeah. how they did the edit at the moment. We're talking about Mason. Is there going to be a sneaky trick? Come through like, here yeah, and somebody here, else and takes the win? Really I don't know. I don't remember this at all. There you go, Steve. You should have watched this before you went and rode the sand. Yeah, wouldn't that be smart? Would have saved almost a broken femur. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I really should have listened. I rode a lot of sand, not like dune sand, but I rode a lot of sand growing up. Just tracks and stuff, so. I'm kind of used to sand just to an extent. Style of jumps the riders look for. I think that's half the game in any natural train contest is who can find the funnest jump. No, I, I rode in a lot of cow shit and hard clay. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. I didn't, we, I didn't, I didn't have sand. We have either, like, New Jersey is either really hard packed with rocks or sand. Like, Central Jersey or South Jersey is all sand. But up here is just, like, just hard and rock. You just gotta be patient with it, and the jumps will come. And they are decent jumps. Yeah. They are actually really decent. And then you return to your five-star luxury hotel in Dubai when you're done. One rider seemed to be pushing oh, harder, yeah. looking to send a message. There we go. Leonard was like a kid who just couldn't say no. Hitting this is how he is anyway if you ride him. He's really and fun to ride with. He had discovered the yeah. biggest yeah. jump of the day. Renner, of course, hit a pretty big gap. He's like more of a tabletop, kind of a hard landing. A lot of us didn't really feel like landing hard, but you got to give it to him for for it. Yeah, he's good, 
like just talented, rode supercross and stuff, raced his whole life, and he just really enjoys riding. I mean, you can see by the fact that he still goes out and rides all the time now, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Depends on how far you go, but the farther you go, the better the landing is. Fifth gear? Fifth gear. We're good, you're killing it, bud. Was that Homan? No, that was Olsen. Ah! He, you could see the thing on his chest. He had the walkie talkie ah, thing. Ah, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah this no, is Olsen a problem made... for everybody, especially in this time frame. Renner can do tricks, and he was one of the leaders in whips, and he yeah. probably had more time riding dunes and free riding at this point than, you know, maybe Potter, you know? I, I feel like, yeah. or, and maybe Mason? I don't know. I feel like he, this is really what he focused on at this point, or he was trying. Yeah, I, I think you're right, actually, because, like, he was all over this sort of stuff. He was the first, I would say the first guy that was like, I'm making... A living free riding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. And to think as well, like he's the dude who pioneered quarter pipe. Like, think about how big he went on that quarter way back then well so the first person to actually do the quarter parsons yes i would say though just like whips and quarter pipe though renner saw the opportunity there and picked the ball up and ran with it like whips i would say renner's the originator of the big whip movement yeah yeah getting under it looking under yeah. and who did that before he did nobody did uh, if no, no, I'm exactly. not wrong, I think he got medals at X Games, like best trick, just doing big ass whips. Yep. That's doing it early on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Is like probably this time actually. Oh wait, oh seven. Yeah. Same gear, I would say. Look at that thing. That thing's cool. Do not vote for yourself, of course. One gets the highest points. Four gets the lowest points at the end of. Uh, Three days, highest points wins. Pretty simple. So we've either talked too much, or they haven't shown very much writing, to be honest. <laughs> All right, the votes have been tallied. Dave, what do you have for the left? first day? All yeah. right, here we go. And fifth place, Lux with eleven points. What? Fourth place, the Mason, thirteen. Points. Whoa. Whoa. Third place, Holman, fifteen points. And then second place, Potter, 17 points. So at least Renner, 19 points. Pretty close, so next two days, anything can change. Good work, guys. Dave's all over it. Ronnie, who's your daddy, Renner, takes the win for the first day of competition. Dude. Holman looking good in third place. Mason and fourth. Mason seem to be feeling the jet lag, and we're off to a slow Way start. back. The big surprise of the day was Todd Potter. Tricking his way to a second place huge, result. Big surprise. Potter is a young man. rider with huge potential, and here's a deeper look at the man from San Clemente representing the Metal Militia. How much sand would be in Potter's beard by the end of the third day? All of it. Potter on the first day was killing it. 
he tricked two or three of the hits. Andy's eyebrows. He always looks good. <laughs> he just does little turn downs. He's got the style factor, I think. Whether he's doing a trick or not, he's just got good form and good style, and he throws the bike around. To me, that adds points for him because he, he just looks like a good, you know, sick rider. Like he's racing, he's really pushing the bike. But nobody's ever like Potter's the first to go out and find stuff. It sounds like. Free riding is cool because the creativity of it all. Five guys come out here. Whoa. Go out to one area and find like 15. Hold on to the big girl. And they all got their own little abilities. And like I think natural talent really comes through on that. And you can see kind of where people are going with their riding ability. It's definitely my favorite kind of riding. So hang on, we've got a Honda 250 two-stroke there for Potter, but Homan's on a 450. Yeah. Now what can I do over the jump? That's what they said. They said it got a couple two-strokes and a couple four-strokes. Oh, okay, then I missed that part. Here's the thing, though. It's like... If you, if we know, and I guess it's like judging on a curve, but it's like if we know you can do a double grab off of everything, are you then almost deducted because we already know? No, you can't do that. <laughs> you just got to judge what you see. More elaborate and flashier than Las It's like Brody. You're like, of course he can do all this stuff off of everything. True. Potter's the but then, but then you know he's just because they're anyway. good. It's because they're better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you're just like, well, they're gonna win anyway. Yeah. It's true. A lot of fun. It was indoor. They have a ski lift going to the top. What the hell? Really unique deal. Out in the middle of the desert, it gets almost unbearable temperatures and snowboarding, so I can't really complain about that. It's all about the logo placement. I got more concussions snowboarding in the last five years than I do moto, and so I figure out where to wear a helmet. Hang on, so Potter doesn't have a beard now when he needs it in the cold. <laughs> well, it's only relatively cold. The day was roosting on Renner. <laughs> You'll see it. They'll probably back it up with a clip right now. You, yeah, that would be what I would look like. Oh, okay. That's probably Someone Potter. Knows what doing. I would imagine Potter is probably also good at shit like this. <laughs> yeah, no, I I can't snowboard to save myself. We snowboard. All right. So day one. Everyone's chasing Renner. Love it. That's cool though. So they're, they're actually going to go find something different, even better. They're not heading back to the same spot. I mean, look, it looks like there's just desert everywhere. It's like, how much different are these dunes? Looks like there's some cool, like, uh, not rock, but like, there is clay yeah. in the background there. Yeah, so it's not like a fully endless sand dune. Like, there, it is broken up. 
area. Our resident expert on this is going to be James, and he'll describe some of the area for you real quick. James, what you got? Uh, you've got uh, a section in the middle here between these mountains and a big pocket on the left-hand side. Uh, there's a couple of deep bowls in between, but you've got to watch over in this area because there's a couple of actual hidden rock areas. You'll come over a dune, nice. and there's like big rocks formed. So these are the main ones just to watch out for. Despite being a bluebird day, it had been pouring rain all night, and on this morning, the dune quickly shit. began to rise, creating tricky yeah. takeoffs and sketchy landings. Oh, that's a cool section, though. A couple minutes, and I think we found a couple jumps already. Um, obviously, you gotta test it out and see how good the landing's gonna be, because um, you know what happens—the rain gets in here, and where it was soft before, it looks hard still, but it's really soft, and uh, your tires sink a lot. So we'll feel it out. I, uh, I'm pretty optimistic though, I think it's going to be okay. The wet dunes actually feel like you get more traction, but everybody's concerned with when you land sticking in and going over the bars, so I don't know, I'm kind of a rookie at this, but so far it looks good. Ready. You gotta lean her back and get on the gas. Man, I'm I'm with Homan on this, I'm, <laughs> I'm already feeling nervous listening to it. <laughs> this just feels like every time I've been to the dunes. <laughs> Watch him pop right up over the hill where Potter and Homan are at. Yikes. I knew it was big. Lusk hit it first. I think Renner's going to have the key lined up once he lines up that step up jump into it because he's going to be able to carry his speed a little bit better. Yeah, he's on the 252, so he definitely needs to have yeah. a little run in there. And that's way cooler once you put together rhythms and stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. You can tell like the guys who can kind of pick that pick yeah. that out and then make it actually work as well. Yeah. It's scary out here though, dude. They took us way off the main road out of the cities and you know, I was wondering if I should call my mom and tell her See that hole he hit at the bottom of that thing? Yeah. Like just on the run end. This shit is and just like then... hard to make even. You know what I mean? Nobody's tricking really. Yeah, exactly. You can see them like trying to even pull their bars up. And, yeah. yeah. Stretching for all of them. A lot of cases. Yeah. Both my wrists are vibrating now. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's like you think you got it. You know, like I'm like, I got it. And then when I hit this dirt and gas, it's all. Oh. And you kicked fourth. The fourth wasn't even close to having out this fight. Yeah. It's like once you're committed, you can't back out of it. So Funny thing is the coordinator Olsen is like a badass as well. He's probably like Hell jumping yeah. half of this shit. <laughs> is, is he a free rider as well though? I don't know. Um, I mm -hmm. rode with him at the IFMAs right off the bat and he was gnarly, dude. He would yeah. he had a sick style too. I loved watching Olsen. He was actually like one of my favorites. Yeah. Whoa, he was fun because he'd do all kinds of crazy tricks. Yeah. Yeah, no, he 
he really stood out to me. Like I really followed Olsen for a long time, and I think he was like into all the um, fun the boxes tank. and wall rides and stuff like that as well. Yeah, so all that um, footage on uh, on, the on the pipe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was all at his place. Yeah, that's how he became a course builder, I believe, because he had a big course. Look at that friggin' nice. thing. Yeah, that's well, a decent jump. To not very sick of a landing. Yeah. <laughs> Look how big that land. There you go. Hey. Oh! oh! Oh my God! Oh! Holy Who was that? Was that Homan on I that one? So. I think. Dude, that was gnarly. What the hell happened? Even. It looked like he was fine, and then all of a sudden he just like got spit off ridiculously. Looks like he just didn't get his feet back on the pegs fast enough, maybe. Awesome. Man, Renner's gonna hit the damn helicopter the way he's going. Like he's just hitting everything. Unfortunately, the other riders would not be around to witness this epic session, and only the footage would tell the tale. But Renner did not seem to care. I can't believe everybody bailed out. Joy of free riding. I'm having too much fun. I don't want to go freaking undress. I'm a little tired, but I'm only here one more day, so it doesn't really matter because if the guys aren't with you and don't see you, they're not going to vote for you. So uh, this is all for fun. <laughs> think I'm gonna win today is because uh, all the cool stuff I found not everybody saw and did so it's kind of my issue from yesterday the other day is they said that I wasn't hanging out which I was trying to hang out but when you're hanging out you don't really like when you're too close to everybody it's hard to find stuff because somebody else will find it before you or it's just hard to look when somebody's jumping right across where you might want to find a jump so every time as soon as I go out on my own a little I find cool stuff but um, I don't know, they were all set on doing these big gaps today, which I did every jump that they did. So I hope that gives me credibility. Um, I don't know, I'm not really worried about it, having fun. Oh. That was interesting. He wants everybody to follow him around and be like, I don't want to jump that. Big call. Big call. Up day two of FMX Riot 3. When we rolled out to the dunes today, we were a little skeptical on the terrain and the conditions of the sand dunes. Potter, tell me what you thought about the terrain. Yeah, I thought it was really wet and it was really sloppy and I don't know, but all the guys did like a nice job with it. Everybody had their their good parts about it, like Homer was doing tricks, Renner was doing whips, Lask was hitting all the jumps, Mason had a couple cool jumps. <coughs> There's like a little more variety of stuff. Like the first day we were just kind of stuck in one area with a bunch of jumps and today there was like a huge area of all kinds of stuff and everyone was riding good and I, don't know, I think the energy was just better today. I personally liked how the dunes kind of had a little bit more of the rhythm section aspect to it. We were finding jumps that were back yeah. to back. They were pretty yeah. technical, like smaller landings definitely than the first day and you could link, you know, they weren't big jumps but a little 40 foot into a 50 foot and then link them into the big jump. Renner came out, you were finding the big jumps as usual, charging it pretty hard. What do you think? Uh, it's probably not as good as the first day, but they had a couple jumps on those 450s. I was sweating on the 250, but uh, I just pulled it, so that was cool. But um, 
not really a good trick day for me. It was a little squirrely and uh, just everything you could get to get over some of the jumps. So that was tough. And uh, the first set of dunes actually fit my style better. And um, just tried to enjoy myself today. And uh, it was fun watching everybody ride. Everybody it's funny fun. that he's very down on him on his riding today. Yeah, I I thought that was sick. Like that bit that he showed us at the end looked awesome. And he's worried about the tricks. That's also surprising. The riot crew intently watched the playback of the video from the day's session. Every worthy jump was rewound and shown over and over to ensure each judge he's still shaking his head. Evaluate the day's competition. <laughs> okay. Okay. Results are in. Here we go. Today's total. Day only. Fifth place, Potter with 11 points. Fourth place, Mace, 15 points. We have a tie for second between Holman and Lynn. Whoa. 16 points. This leaves Lust, the winner of the day, with 19 points. Whoa. I feel like they didn't show him that much again. They didn't show him. Yeah, I, I don't think so. To prove himself, Lust is beginning to step it up. The overall points after two days... Lust jumps to third place and Renner retains his lead slightly over Justin Homan. Thus far, Homan has been the big surprise. We said it before, he is truly an original freestyler. Homan has ridden every type of FMX event for over a decade. Now can he take the win here at Riot 3? When I first started watching uh, freestyle, Homan was one of the guys doing it. This was his first contest in a long time, and he's been killing it the whole time. Obviously got balls of steel, you know, he's almost broke himself off and been paralyzed, and he's still out here winging it. I remember watching Homan when I was like 14. I remember seeing Homan out there when they didn't even have ramps. They'd just build dirt courses. He showed up the first day and was hitting everything and tricking everything. I think he's having a lot of fun, and it's cool to see guys having fun on a dirt bike. Justin Homan. I'm from Bend, Oregon. To me, it's about having time on the bike. I want to ride until either my body's hurt or my hands hurt and I can't hold on anymore. So the opportunity to be here, I took some extra vacation. I actually borrowed vacation days from the year from 2007 just so I could be here. There you go. 2006, I suppose. I got out here. I was scared. I didn't know what to think. You got big gaps. It's sand. You don't really know Whoa. how the sand reacts. So. It's, uh, it's definitely a different ballgame than hitting ramps. You know, I learned quickly. I crashed today trying to cliffhanger. You got ramps, you got some ni a real nice hard 12, 13 foot landing. You know, you watch video and our feet aren't even back to the pegs or our hands aren't even back to the bars. And you can get away with that when you're doing ramps. Okay, let's watch. Point FMX Riot is oh, he missed his foot. Missed the peg. Yeah. Uh, my hands weren't all the way back. I didn't realize it, but like 10 minutes later, I was riding, trying to find some new hits, and like my left side of my eye was, my vision was bad, and I saw stars, so. Uh oh. Um, but that's just in me. I want to be out here and ride. I'm not going to quit if I crash. I probably should have taken a breather, but everybody's riding, finding hits, and I just, you know, I'm stoked to be out here on a bike, so. I want to be out here because I'm worthy. I want to be out here because I'm pushing it and I'm in the mix. I had a really bad injury where I paralyzed my leg for two years. I didn't even really get to ride at all. I had no feeling. I couldn't shift a bike. I couldn't even feel that my foot was on a peg. But nowadays, 
I can crank it with my knee or I just go into the corner in third and have to clutch it extra. So I don't, I don't see it as a handicap. Once that those injuries or my age becomes a handicap, I'm going to quit. Wow. Two days under my belt. Yeah, he, the, when I rode him, I think he took his shifter off. He would put it into second and then just ride. Whoa. That's impressive. Yeah. I do remember a few guys used to do that. Like, they didn't want to get hit on a backflip or something, or going for a knack flip. They didn't want to click it into third or false neutral or something. So when I first started to flip, I tried that, and dude, I'm like... Lost trying to ride. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, they are in sand, at least. It's like exactly minimal screw up. If it was clay, you'd be yeah. on your way to the airport. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is they can just chill, and as soon as it stops raining, they'll be good to go. Yeah. Oh, Homan's one of those dudes who rides with music. I did for a period of time. Yeah? Yeah, for freestyle. I would turn it on low enough where I could hear my bike going at the ramp, but it was more like something to listen to on the way back to the turn. Okay. You didn't get distracted? Like I said, it was low enough once I got on the gas, it like overrided it. Yeah. It actually distracted me from thinking too much on the way back because then I would listen to the music and be like having fun. Yeah. That's true. Oh. Man, even that, like, that's a decent step down. Yeah. I guess he just said that he and Potter didn't go for the paddles. But he was gonna go down the day before. And this trick proved he can huck a double grab off of anything. There you go, deductive <laughs> points. Jeremy Lusk is a talented young rider at 22. Lusk exploded onto the FMX contest scene last year and is regarded as a top prospect in the sport. Watch out. With more practice, this guy could become the man to be. Well, that's Lusk it. X Games gold. He's got the whole package as well. He's smooth. He's got good tricks. He's, you know, he's got it all. He's got the balls to do stuff. Jeremy Lusk from San Diego, California. Started riding a bike when I was three years old. Had a little PW50. We had a super long hallway in my house, and my dad threw me down the hallway until I got my balance. 
The key out in the dunes is, is trying to find a smooth runway. In order to jump the, the big jump that we found, sometimes you could link you know, three or four jumps into it, kind of preset yourself up like a double-double kind of, and you know, get the speed for the big jump. So it's just better out here because the lips are steeper, way steeper, and it's a lot more like a technical, like you actually got to double stuff. It's not just like, you know, a long tabletop. There's actually, you know... He's been talking shit on the tabletops the whole time. <laughs> you know, totally different than just going to a regular contest and riding around in a figure eight, hitting a ramp, hitting man-made berms, and measured out runways out here. There's no, nothing's, everything's natural, so you just gotta, you know, try and find which way you can get your speed, and, and hopefully it's enough to get you over the gap. The riot crew scrambled as the clocks ticked down towards the dreaded 24-hour plane ride back to reality. As their flight was less than eight hours away, everyone wanted one last roost through the stunning red sands of Arabia. Man, it is cool. It is cool to see Jeremy lost that rod yeah. and killing it. So hang on, where was Lusk in the standings? He's a little way back though. Uh, he was third, was he not? Or fourth? I think yeah. him and... Yeah. I think uh, Lusk and Renner, or Lusk and somebody tied the day before, Lusk and Renner. Oh, that's right, yeah. Homer. So I gassed it and I was like, hanging over the landing for about five seconds it felt like thought i was just gonna land and stick because the dirt's so soft but we pulled out of it thank god man that was you're lucky above the ground for so long and you know the dirt's soft that so much stuff goes through your head like i seriously thought i was gonna stick when i landed and that's the last thing i want to do out here in dubai is stick and go face first into the ground so but we pulled it magnificent i might make my flight home still thank god <laughs> You can hear him like every every day he's had something about survival basically. He's like, I just have to get home. Or I've got to call mum. I mean, I think a lot of that's his sense of humor. But there was one you can hear that a lot of them are like down the third day. Like I think they're like you know, the food is different and it's just a very different culture. I almost yeah. feel like Renner's like you know, they're like, you need to hang out. And he's like, I'm trying to hang out, but whatever. So I feel like there was a little bit of tension or something. Seems like it. You think he's like 15 years old because he rides all day. You know, he doesn't stop. Like, we'll all stop, get a drink, eat lunch, whatever. He's just going. Like, he was, we were all out of our gear and loaded up, and he was still riding. Nice. Renner's on a video shoot. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's getting everything out of this. I've held my own and, and you know ran my own program, being the entertainer guy at the same time having pretty good tricks. But this is something that I take a lot more pride in being decent at because it's just me, the bike, the hills, and you know being out there with your buddies riding. Ooh. 
Okay, getting some confidence if you're going for a dead body in the dunes. We got the opportunity to do this, not really go broke doing it. Take a risk, you know, it was a big risk, I think, for the whole crew to come out here and not really know if we're going to find jumps and not know how the weather was going to be and not know how the government was going to be. Um, so just the fact that we actually have pretty much almost pulled it off is... Uh, what does that mean? Pretty damn cool. Mm. I'm watching like the video. They just got some seems... permissions at the last minute or something. Uh, I don't know. All right, guys, we're wrapping it's like up. I'm watching this video uh, 15 years later. It looks like you pulled it off 20 years later. Yeah. I know, Potter, your day didn't start out too good. You kind of uh, had some problems. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I actually, uh, I don't think my no. bike's jetted like home, so yeah. saw the spark plug right out of camp, pushed it back, and then I just didn't really feel it, but I wanted to make the best of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Renner, you're charging all day as usual. You probably hit 100 dune jumps out there. What's your secret to finding dune jumps? Uh, just ride all day and run out of gas. So people have to bring you gas, and it gets the camera guys out there bringing you gas, and it's like, oh, got to shot right here nice so, that was awesome i don't know just have fun and today you should definitely win this just finding little yeah things going big as homan might have uh shown yeah for sure homan i caught the very end of that i heard the panic rev and i looked over and you were hitting probably the biggest jump of uh riot three um you want to talk about it sure i was just trying to one-up myself i guess i crashed a bunch yesterday and um, just wanted to find a double-double line. I was hurting last night. I hopped on the bike. It felt like I had some energy. My hip wasn't hurting. Oh, oh my God. Oh, man. Doubles and just saw the next hit lined up, and I knew it was big, so I thought I'd go for it. Um, came up about 10 feet short. Luckily, it wasn't 20 feet short. I probably wouldn't be here right now, but... <laughs> Dude, he, he went from nose down and worked himself back to get that nose up, or he would have been in yeah. more trouble. We had fun. I think the criteria, you know, some guys were out there all day. Some guys found a bunch of hits. Some were techie. Some were step downs. Yeah, Lasko was looking good there. Some of the big hits and something that, you know, had the danger element to it. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think we're all ready to get out of here, so let's get the voting done. The final judging session for all the money, the glory, and the bragging rights of being the winner of the first ever free ride competition held in the Middle East. Renner. Coming into this final day, Lusk and Homan are the only two ones with a chance to catch Renner. The two are also in a tight one-point battle for second place. Potter and Mason will fight to stay out of the cellar. <laughs> Alright, Dave finally tallied up the scores for Riot 3, so let's find out who won this thing. You don't hey, want the wooden spoon. He's in fifth place with 42. <laughs> Lusk, just above him, with 42 points in fourth place. It's alright, you're a baby. Mm -hmm. Mason's right in the middle where he likes to be, 44 points. <laughs> that means Mr. Crash himself, home Whoa. 27 points. Whoa! Place. That is cool! Takes the win, first place. Riot 3. There you go. Well deserved. The final results of Riot 3, and to no surprise, Ronnie Renner is voted the winner. Awesome. But the big surprise was Justin Homan stepping up to second place. 
Homan, I think, was the most impressive to me because he don't even do this stuff, you know. I mean, this is something I pride myself in being my career. And Homan, you know, he's smart, smarter than all of us. He has a real job. He was hucking gaps that I didn't have. <laughs> yeah, he's an insurance agent. I, like, I, I don't think we're going to Oh, whoa. Um, insurance or real estate? I'm pretty sure it's, it's insurance. It's basically a pride thing and just an opportunity to come out here. Smarter than all of us. Ride in yeah. Dubai. Who else can say they did that? There's five of us. I think they picked a great group of guys. When the day's over and the sun right there goes down, um, I think we're all five happy dudes. He didn't look happy as he said that, did he? Riot is a you see how there's no grass? It's like buildings and then just like dirt around everything still. Yeah, you can tell like that's that's Fresh. really in the start of building everything, isn't it? Yeah. Unforgettable mark in the shifting sands of time. Alright, that was a good one. That was cool, actually. I was I was impressed with that. That was a there was a lot bigger jumps than i thought there would be because yeah. i've done my research on dubai or at least what i thought i'd done research um looking at the sand dunes and i wonder are they big or can can you find enough big jumps over there turns out you can i would say so and it's honestly even I'd say it's really cool, like that section, the second day, and even the third day section where you've got a lot of stuff, you know, like right into one another. Yeah, 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 exactly. Get the get that rhythm flowing and see who can actually handle the rhythms. Yeah. No, I would say that's your thing at that point, right, is um, who hits stuff first. And then who hits stuff at all? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, like that jump right there. That was just greasing the whole landing. Just made it look so good. Oh, I switched it off. Nah, that that was awesome. Um, that was a really good end, actually, for yeah. for the old Riot series. For the trilogy. You on that. Yeah, like... Uh, I think Renner definitely deserved the win on that one. That was at least what they showed us on the video. He was killing it. Um, Homan, that was nuts. Yeah. At the start of it, where they're talking about Homan, you'd say, oh, I wonder, wonder why he got that invite. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to take your invite and I'm going to get second place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then, uh, who did they say was third? Mason was. Yep, because he was yeah, right so, in the middle. Yeah, so Ma yeah, Mason loves being in the middle. <laughs> Man, I've already forgotten. That was what ten minutes? Not even ten. Not three even. minutes ago. Um, fourth was. Lusk. Lusk, yeah, and fifth was Todd Potter. Yep. Man, so only five guys. That's probably not a bad thing, though, for that event to take five guys over. Like when they were saying about the government and travel and whatever, like maybe they had a maybe it was tough to try and get that event done because that was yeah. the first ever time free ride was there as a competition. So, yeah, yeah, maybe taking five guys was more than enough. American dirt bikers, they're like, yeah, yeah. We don't know about this.
Yeah, exactly. This could go pear-shaped really fast. But you can uh, see how they don't really, they're not overly protective of the dunes because everybody's driving their Jeeps around there as well. Man, so, the footage I've seen come out of sand dunes on YouTube, you're just like, they just haul ass with anything. The, yeah. but, but Generally, I mean, it's the Jeep guys. Just But they're not all it? environment. You can't drive your shit around in the desert. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not not like pretty much every other sand dune in the world that you can't. Exactly. Mm. No, that's true. I did like that. I wonder if it's still the same. I wonder if they, if you can, like, I'm pretty sure you can still just do whatever you want. Yeah, probably. I can tell you when I went to, um, we were in Oman, they let us drive down the beach on our bikes. And I mean, the beach is filled with people. And we're just like ripping really? down. Yeah. The tide would go out and it was like real long and flat, like after the water went out. So people would come out and set up like soccer fields all the way down, like soccer games. Yeah, right. Like that's what happened in the afternoon, like every day. And we're just like on the water line, the water's edge, like going by uh, all these people playing soccer and shit. That'd be so damn good. So what, what were you over there for? Like, just a show, I'm guessing. Yeah, we did a show in Oman. We built the takeoff ramp by hand out of wood, plywood and stuff, and then uh, they built us a dirt landing. Oh, so uh, Cole Denny style. Yeah. Yeah, we took plans, me, Sean Connors, and Doug Cossey, and then we Whoa. just spent, uh, like, a day, built the takeoff ramp, and then they brought us cowies. None of us rode cowies. Uh, and they were all just bone stock. I think same thing. They imported them from someplace. So that's why you were excited to ride your bike on the beach. Because it wasn't mine. Pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like on a stock cow where you're like, I'd rather just take the beach ride. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also I wasn't worried about getting salty water all over everything. Cause I didn't own it. Yep. Not my bike. That's, <laughs> that's your salt. Not my salt oh so yeah actually so this one they had the hondas came in from japan and only one dude got to have his own bike or at least close enough with right because if it was uh i think he went over and rode for verber so that's what i'm saying maybe he had a bike over there with him Mm. and that was just closer obviously yeah so a lot of guys actually did do that so 06 like that would have been x fighters time for yeah. sure yeah so um so a lot of the guys on the x fighters tour they'd have a bike set up on x fighters and they those bikes would live at jimmy verberg's place and when i came over to europe the very first time i went to like this audition for the big shows that were in macau in that casino yep and uh the audition was in belgium and jimmy was running it and so, yeah, we went to Jimmy's, um, it's actually, I think it was his dad has a bike shop. Um, what's his last name? Verberg. I guess it's Verberg Motorsport. I don't know. Anyway, huge moto shop. And out the back was everybody's bike, like Nate's bike and Sheen's uh, bike and Renner's bike and everybody's bikes there. So I guess he would have just called and that's how he yeah. got that ktm sent to to dubai which makes sense yeah but then um so yeah he's the one dude feeling pretty awesome on his own bike right um 
Homan, who's never ridden a 450. Oh no, he said he he said 450s weren't his bike, really. Yeah, he and said he'd ridden one. Oh no, dunes. He goes, I'd ridden them for about 10 minutes and I didn't jump anything. Yeah, so you got Renner who loves free riding and he's on his own bike, and you got a dude who's never ridden dunes on something he doesn't like it's interesting that's pretty cool it's interesting the other guys just like you could hear potter like he was like oh i fouled a plug and then i was just over it and then mason was like i thought i was gonna land like were they hung over or something because a lot of them seem to like be like yeah i, I just yeah. don't want <laughs> you know like you know potter is good enough talented enough to compete with any of those guys the fact that he didn't he's just like i'm over it you know like so i feel like i don't know maybe renner pretended like he was in a bad mood to to scare everybody else and then they're like wow we're not gonna whatever and he's like i'm gonna jump everything i'm gonna (laughs) kill it well see that i don't know i don't know renner at all to be honest um i met him a few times but i don't really know him but if there's anything I have noticed of him, he seems to be very competitive. Yeah. So maybe the mind games did come into it a little bit and he put the boys off a bit. I don't put it past winning him. up here before he gets on his bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't doubt it. I now, watched him and Kenny Yoho yell at each other for about three hours about how to drive this van that had like a, the fuel filter was clogged or something. So like if you stepped on it too hard, it would just cut out. So then they kept swapping, driving and just yelling at one another about you can't drive it. I drive it better. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. So he'd be a real, he'd be awesome to go with. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's where it all got to. They're like, Oh, just go right on your own. pal. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Yeah, I mean, that that shone through in that video. Uh, There was a couple of small shots in the middle of it. I was like, okay, I think that tells the story. Yeah. The words that were not said might have told the story on that one. But I think it's also not a good nightlife, right? Like, where are you going? And I bet then, like, so when I was there for the layover, you could only go to the, the only bars were in hotels. Because they were for the travelers, yeah. you know? So it's yeah. like there's not really very much going on. They're probably like, we're over it. We want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Mason just wanted to go home, drink beer, and swing golf clubs. Yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, he probably would have been riding around there going like, too many Mason bunkers. just too many bunkers out here. Um, one thing that I was actually a little bit interesting and i didn't say it when we're watching is did you notice all of the clay hills in the background i thought they could have been jumped were they clay or rock well i don't know it 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 kind of looked like clay to me on that second day i think it was the second day and i was like i wonder why they're not like trying to head over there unless the whole rules were it's a sand dune. I don't think so. I but... kind of think it was rock because you could oh, hear the one guy say that there was rock sticking up out of the sand. And mm. he's like, and you got to be careful. So I would assume that it was just, you also normally don't get 
I have seen places like that where you do have like, <clears throat> ironically, I feel like rock is going to be more common in a sand dune place like that than just getting like clay for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I don't know. I just maybe it was my the resolution that I'm watching this on, but it it looked like they were smooth. I don't know. It just looked like those hills in the background looked a yeah. little bit smooth. So then I thought, oh, maybe maybe it's not all rock. Like maybe there's rock in the clay. Yeah. But yeah, you, you might be right. Like I feel like probably if, my resolution to be honest. If somebody had found a place with a hard face, yeah, they would have hit it for sure. Like we're hitting this. <laughs> yeah, that so like that that's what was going through my mind as I was watching it the whole time. I'm like, I'm looking in the background of all the jumps they're hitting. I'm like, why don't they just go over there? Go check that out. What, yeah. what what's there? So yeah, maybe that's the answer. Maybe it was just the uh That'd be my guess. I obviously don't know, but that's just from what they had said. That's what I would kind of guess. And like I said, I think if you found a hard face that wasn't going to rut on you, you'd for sure, because especially a lot of those guys are just doing uh, tricks. Like if you found a hard face, you'd definitely be ripping all you could off of that thing. Yeah, that's it. Hey, actually, that, that that was another point. Remember on the second day, Renner was all down and saying he couldn't do tricks yeah and that doesn't feel like fmx riot one and two like those two competitions were all about yeah um we don't want to see tricks we want to see people just jumping and well that was stated by one competitor that wasn't doing tricks two competitors (laughs) who wanted first and second exactly that we're not Um, going for just all the tricks so i would say you know it's kind of evident why they would say that. Yeah, but I but I would agree though. Like I would say that's that's what I would want to see in a free ride comp. I agree. It's more about riding stuff, you know, yeah. like I, I I'm torn because it's like once everybody starts jumping a jump, then what are you doing to differentiate yourself? And if you're not able to whip, which is weird yeah. Potter's not really a big dune whipper, right? Because he nope. can whip the shit out of it on a ramp. So Hell it's yeah. weird that he's not more like whipping it in that stuff. True. I mean, I well, I couldn't whip for shit when I was in sand dunes. I was yeah, me so but I can't regularly. So <laughs> <laughs> I I can whip okay on a ramp. But uh, yeah, in the dunes, I could not get a whip to save myself. Like, yeah, if if I had to deliver a whip to get my plane ticket to get home, I would have still been in Dubai because I just wouldn't be able to get it done. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe Potter's like that. But yeah, like I I know what you mean. Like it, once you've jumped the jump, you do have to differentiate yourself. Yeah. But uh, I think just watching this anyway, Renner already differentiated himself by jumping so much and, and rhythming so everything. He connected two, three jumps, every jump. Yeah. Like he yeah. almost didn't just run into one jump anywhere. And the, yeah. to me, that's the coolest part. Like, especially if you're in a natural terrain stuff, like when I would go and ride, like even, these sand tracks and stuff, you get to a point where you could start like doubling to the, the 
rollers in certain sections and stuff. And it was always mm -hmm. just cooler to me when you could link a bunch of things together. Yeah. You know, especially yeah, exactly. it being natural. So, I mean, <clears throat> to me, that would 100% take the win over almost anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that yeah, really is talent of just riding, right? If you can make it through all these little holes and wheelie stuff and double the small little crooked sketchy jump to get to the big jump, you know, like that's a lot of free ride stuff in California. It's even just trying mm. to get to some of the things to jump them. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly right. So I think, uh, I think Renner easily, like there was no question about no. that. Pretty pumped on Homan though. I'm, I'm, I'm just so pumped coming out of this. Like I didn't even realize the Homan had a bad leg that he couldn't feel it. Like I'm, I'm just pumped on the dude. I had forgotten about that to be quite honest with you. But yeah, when I was riding with him, he didn't even have a shifter. I don't think, I think he just put it in the second and took his shifter off. Far out. Yeah. But if, yeah, I mean, if he can't feel his foot, like he could just accidentally stomp it in the first. That's or... what he what used to have. Oh, so that, that was it. That was the reason. Yeah. yeah. Cause he couldn't, you know, like feel to pick his foot up enough. And sometimes he would get like on his arch and just roll forward. And then his yeah. toes just hit the thing and he doesn't even, it's not, you know, on purpose or anything. Oh man. That's so wild. Do you know what the crash was from? Like, or I what... think he bailed or went through his bars or something and like broke his tib fibrial bad. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's gnarly. Like, and the fact that he still came out and he was riding, like, do you have, have you heard anything from him in the last walk? I've like, seen him on, uh, maybe LinkedIn or something to be quite honest with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Uh, um. I, actually, I think he's popped up on Facebook as people you might know recently as well. Oh, good on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pumped. I want to see what he's up to. Just, he's still uh... selling insurance, Steve. Well, I've got to get me some of that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's yep. There he is, Justin Homan on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um. I love it. He's got a suit and a tie looking very good. And then in the background, he's doing a KOD. There you go. Love it. Love it. Um, what What is it that he does? Is it? I'm 90% sure it's insurance. Um, assistant vice president and GM of a merry title. Uh, doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real estate. Uh, loans mortgage lending holy crap okay yeah he's a he's, he's a regular a professional steve it's not like he's that. a regular professional from the... <laughs> and oh, he's yeah. always done that damn yeah like Good even when he rode he just always had that job like he never was just like just a rider yeah i'm digging him he's also got his business degree whoa how old is he he's pretty old Oh my God. Okay. So I, I thought I'm just going to have a little sticky beak here. So I did a business degree as well. Mine was in management and marketing. He did accounting and finance. So he's a lot smarter than I am. I just went for the easy one. Like I basically did the arts degree of the business side of it. Um, I did the one where we just get drunk in marketing and somehow you pass. Yeah. Uh, 
University of Washington, 1991 to 95, he graduated. He graduated in 95 from university after four years, five years. He graduated four years, three years before I graduated high school. He was out of college. Uh, six <laughs> years before I finished high school. Wow. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have his age on here, but damn. Not bad for an old guy. No. That's cool. Okay. Learn something new every day. Justin yeah. Homan. What Your a boss. Fuck, he did not need to be over there riding dirt bikes no. and sending it that big. That's why when he was talking, he goes, I took extra vacation. I borrowed it from the next year. Yeah, he was just there for a fun time. He did not need to be there. He's just going for a laugh and going to send it. Good on him. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. What about the other guys? They were there. They were, they were sending it for, well. Everybody actually, else was very serious. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> very serious. But hang on. Homan was metal militia. Yep. Potter's militia, Lusk was militia, so they had three. Was... So the general sent three troops over. Was Luck Lusk militia then yet? Did he oh. have militia stickers? Because he had a six pack hat on. Yeah, that's I think true. this is pre militia. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it might be. I did. I was pumped to see Jesse Olsen wearing that SRH, SRH shirt. And I'm like, okay. He had he had yeah hat shirt. What's funny to me is that um, Dave has his shift gear on in everything. I'm like, does he know somebody at shift or something? Because I've seen him in other things, like even the last riots, and he's always got his shift shit on. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same (laughs) thing. I'm like, I think Dave's got his own sponsorship on the side. They're like, they know Dave's going to be in the shot. So send him a new set of shift gear and... Yeah. Send him to Dubai. He's literally been to like, like I said, started, been the starter guy at every major contest in the United States. Yeah. Actually. From the beginning. It's crazy. I even saw a a, a throwback photo today. I think it was from Jane. It was either Jane or Tess Sewell Uh from the X-Fighters days. And Dave was in, Dave was in that one. And I'm like, what? Dave, what? You're every, everywhere, buddy. Yes, every now when you watch when we watch stuff, and you see when yeah. the guys stand there and starts them, it's always him. But there you go. Good on him, fucking Dave. The, that, Actually, that was one thing. Tess wasn't in this. That's true. They had Cameron yes, uh, voice over it. Yeah, so Cam Steele voiced it over, and Jesse Olsen was the competition guy. director. Yep. So. uh Tess must have been busy. Tess was action. like, I can't ride that well enough to ride out to the middle of the dunes and oversee you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, Tess was like, I get a Jeep or I'm not coming. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Oh, all the Jeeps are busy going up and down dunes and getting cartwheeled? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. I guess you'll yeah. have to get Jesse. But also yeah. at this point, Jesse was also building courses and working yeah. more on that side of it. Yeah, True. That's true. You know what we need to find and do a throwback on? Maybe one of those on the pipes or or the footage from Jesse's place. Yeah. Because I really, yeah, I I remember 
fun box and wall ride and the jump over the house. And it was all McElroy, Berlue, uh, Jesse, uh, and maybe Mason or something. And Miller probably. Who are the who are the brothers? Um oh. brothers. From that I area? Know. Can't think I don't know where they're from. God damn, I've forgotten their names. I always keep thinking it was like there was Olsen. Oh, Big Dis and Little Dis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because I think were they I don't think they were in that shoot, to be quite honest with you. One of the raddest styles ever, in my opinion, is Little Diss. Yep. Yeah, I'm down with that. Dude. He was sick. Sick. The air guitar. You ever see an air guitar? Man, speaking (laughs) of the air guitar, so when I went down to that Monster Energy show in Barcelona, Vicky Golden flew in. And in the middle of the show, fucking air guitar. And I was like, oh my God, like give (laughs) give her the fucking trophy right now. Like Vicky wins today. I don't care what Harry does. I don't care if (laughs) Axel Hodges is here. Vicky Golden just did the sickest air guitar. Yeah, dude. uh, He used to do them so big. I was actually there at an IFMA. He was riding no shirt, did an air guitar and ate shit, got sucked into his back wheel. Whole back, oh. whole back had a big tire mark on it, dude. Oh. Or like his side, like from his pants all the way up past his shoulder was just tire oh, mark. Yeah, that's but that's it was naughty. sick. <laughs> Till he crashed. Oh man, yeah, that. Yeah, it's not good when you do that. Speaking of taking the no shirt, that's exactly what Harry Bink did that day. Went no shirt, airbag flung him onto the concrete, and uh-huh. he just tore every bit of skin off his stomach i he luckily screaming when they tried uh, to wash it outside it oh man oh <laughs> you could hear him like you could hear him over the moto gp i can bike. feel it now yeah it was bad yeah, um man, no shirt i've ridden no shirt a lot of shows and luckily very luckily i've never actually eaten shit just no shirt on pavement or anything. So, so you're either far better looking than me or you got a lot more confidence because <laughs> I never went no shirt. Oh, uh, we always My... did it. So uh, in the ramp to ramp IFMAs, we had, you know, had like back and forth with the organizers of it. And um, Michael Gravett, shout out to Michael. I'm sure he doesn't watch this. But uh, he comes <laughs> over to me. He's from Alabama. And he goes, was it him? I think it was. He goes, hey, we're going to piss them off. Come over here. And I was like, well, we're getting ready to pull out for the finale of the show. And they're like, you have to cover up your tattoos. Nobody can have tattoos showing, blah, 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 this and that. You have to have long sleeves, all that shit. So um, me and... What, you were in Dubai? No, yeah. (laughs) I did get yelled at when we were in Oman to put my shirt on on the beach. It was like 85 degrees because they're like, you might excite the women. And I was like, this oh, is very wow. flattering, guys. Fuck it. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get your helmet back on your head with that dude. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Michael's like, he's like around the corner of the tunnel. And he goes, hey, psst, come here. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he's like, fuck these motherfuckers. Take your shirt off. <laughs> so he takes his shirt off and I take mine off. And we ride out last. And we just go right by the, the judges that were just like waving at them. And they're just so mad. 
that really oh dude they were furious but then every night more people would join us until everybody did the finale with no shirt on and it became the thing i actually saw a girl on one online one time i want to say it was like freestyle mtx she was just like is that the tour where they do the finale shirtless and i was uh. like what <laughs> like who is this person what is going on that is awesome oh my god it sounds like the judges are like from the ama or FAM well they or were also you know the show directors and stuff Ooh, so okay. they were it was like um yeah they were they were it was the show directors also judged it so yeah. they were the guys yelling at us about everything you know and michael yeah. his ramp was on the tour so and then he used to we would always get put last he and i so that's why we would get mad and we'd be like, you know, like when you, when they started the lineup of the show, cause the same people put the lineup together and then judge it. And it's like, yeah. you're only moving like two positions up. Maybe if you start yeah. last, because they've already in your head been like, this guy's here. So it was like, no matter how good I rode, I felt like I just never did any better. And he was yeah. the same way. So he was just like, screw them. I do all this shit, drive all this shit around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm going to have some fun with this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, if I'm not going to go home with a trophy, I'm going to win the fans. Yeah, exactly. So then, oh, so actually it got so far with Michael that he refused to wear a shirt in the building literally all day. <laughs> <laughs> literally would have a shirt on and walk in the building take his shirt off and just all day not have a shirt on at anything unless they forced him like the autograph session or whatever they would literally force him to put a shirt on but the whole rest of the day he would just not have a shirt on i'm just waiting for the like for you to say he just stood up on top of the table took his shirt off and carried well, on like an idiot like i can tell you one day after he was already off the tour we came to his in his area we went to um birmingham and he showed up at like three o'clock in the afternoon in this huge cadillac come out of the thing drinking <laughs> was <laughs> was already like drunk by the time he got there and oh, literally nice. they escorted him out of the fucking place because he was in the stands behind the, the behind the judges just yelling at him and shit no way <laughs> They were that like, is you gotta awesome. leave everybody knew him it's not like anybody didn't know who he was every single one of us knew who he was it was just yeah. he was so drunk and just yelling at everybody that they were just like we have to get him out of here and how long did he stay on the tour <laughs> no that was after he was gone oh okay so okay All that right. was after so they had like... already gotten rid of him and then the tour came back into his ah, like okay. i think he had just stopped doing freestyle altogether and we had okay. just come back into his town and he just showed up drunk just like at practice it was just drinking the whole even time better yeah <laughs> fuck you guys exactly. <laughs> that's awesome oh when freestyle was freestyle hey dude for sure when it when it actually meant something to to go against the grain yeah, that's what, even at Freestyle, we were fighting them. You'd think it was over then, but we were still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, you know, it is funny, though, because, like, this year, no, not this year, fuck, not the yeah, we only just started this year. Last year, 2023, 
Um, the amount of shit I heard, not shit, but Harry riding without a shirt on still created drama. Like everyone's like, was well, that's really? not going to do much when he crashes. And then he crashed and then, well, that'll fucking teach him. I'm like, why does it matter? <laughs> like, I, I, it didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I just laughed when I listened to it going, wow, some people really, you know, I think lose it that, over the smallest thing. But it's like, if you're a Harry Bink hater, right? You're going to hate everything. Well, what else are you going to talk shit on him about? True. Yeah. Because he kills it. He does big shit. Like, he's a nice person. He's always happy. Yeah. Like, you just got to. He's got his shirt off. Exactly. Did you hear about that Matt Rife thing? Do you even know who that is? It's a comedian. Um, is it a comedian? Yeah. And he's. Is, it, he's is in, he a comedian? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in shape. And he posted a picture or like his, his tour poster was like him with his shirt off like holding a mic like he was about to drop it and everybody freaked out and that's probably a lot of people's issue with harry right he's like always got his shirt off and he's fucking ripped so they're yeah. like and then he rides good and they're like fuck this dude fuck him yeah like, <laughs> yeah no actually you're right fuck him like oh what a jerk yeah just all fucking eight pack and you know, having dancing around with monster girls and then throws a double flip knack knack one hander. Like, actually, I think maybe, maybe he's doing like what Sheenie did. Like, Rachel always had a theory that Sheenie, Sheenie tried to have the shittest beard or mustache that he could possibly, not shittest, but like, you know, he'd go those yeah, yeah, yeah. huge handlebars and then he'd have like the side bits and then he'll do something different. And Rach was like... He's trying to un-pretty boy himself? No, no. She was like, I wonder if it's because he knows he's so fucking ripped and so, like, he could just do whatever he wants that he's going to see how ugly he can be and still pull girls. Like, I wonder if Harry's like, I'm going to get a bowl cut haircut. I'm (laughs) going to, like, I'm going to piss everybody off and still see if I can pull every bird... In the fucking joint. Well, and he but does. you're <laughs> you're from Australia. I feel like that would, and I'm just guessing, but I feel like his attitude, like how much attitude he has and stuff, and looking like that, would fly really well with women there because they're just like this dude just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, like, who's then... gonna fight a kangaroo for you? Harry Binkwell. I'm gonna date him because he will for <laughs> sure battle <laughs> exactly. kangaroo if I need him to. Oh nah, what a jerk walking around. Oh well actually <laughs> speaking of notion, like this is funny that we've even got onto this topic. Uh speaking of Sheeny and Rach, I might have said this one before, but Sheeny the jerk, uh, he came over and he was staying at my house and he decided to you know, sit in the lounge room while I've got my fat guts and I've got my t-shirt on. He's just sitting there, no shirt. And then he gets up and he starts cleaning the stove, opens the oven. He's cleaning the oven. And I'm looking at him going, what, what the fuck are you doing, Sheeny? Like put a shirt on and get the fuck yeah. out of there. You're making me look bad. I look over at Rachel. I look over at Rachel. She's like fucking googly eyed. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you don't do that. 
Yeah. Don't on, fix man. anything around here. You yeah, don't fucking start fixing things. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, don't clean it. Don't fix it. Fuck. Making me look bad. And then stop doing double flips as well. You're like, Fuck. here, hammer a bunch of beer and start farting and burping around the place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe that's why Maybe that's why there's all the hate going around. <laughs> I, that's what I would say. You know, like, the dude's ripped. He's a big-name <laughs> rider. You know what I mean? He's traveling around the world doing his dance and whatever else like you know what i mean these people are at home doing their whatever you know working at you know delivering fucking amazon packages or whatever it is and then they're like i hate harry bink (laughs) i'm fucking i'm 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 with him now now. (laughs) starting to think like that (laughs) i mean honestly like i said like i never rode I'm sure I never rode a day without a shirt. Oh, with it. Yeah, without a shirt. Like, man, these fat guts, they need to be covered up. Like, (laughs) I was not in shape enough to be doing that. So I was always well protected. Also well protected when I crashed, I had a little bit of bounce. So. You got more inertia, though. Yeah, I did. I yeah, that's probably why I broke a lot more bones than most. <laughs> well, I say that, but I uh, you know didn't just fall over either. I would every once in a while I'd just fall over, but most of the time it was like if I'm gonna crash, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna blow my oh. face off the ground here. Oh yeah, no, I basically any crash for me was a trip to hospital, and watching other guys they crash and they get up, and I'm like, I would have been out. That would have been six months for me. Assholes. I got away with some, but I definitely got hurt a bunch. Uh, so I don't know. I just posted that one. I used it in that, you know, why he's oh, not yeah. texting you back. Yeah, that's at Scott Murray's house. Knack. The old yeah, knack, knack flip to wrong to knack face crash. Auger. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Scott Murray, now there's a dude who we need to watch some videos on as well. Bro. He, remember when Travis was like, if you crash a double flip, you're basically dead. And then Scott Murray was like, hold my beer. Hold my pussy. beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I could think of. I was like, hold my fucking beer. Yeah. Watch this. And then he just oh. ejected himself out of double flip after double flip. And you're just like, holy <laughs> shit. He is also a mountain of a man. So I will just put that out. He's yeah. huge. He's really big. Like oh, I... 220 pounds solid, like Ooh. not fat at all. I would have, that's my guess. But he's a friggin' logger in the upper peninsula of uh, Michigan, which is basically yeah. the middle of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Canadian Scott Murray. Um... <laughs> Almost. It's basically, he's right there. And it is the middle of nowhere. When we went out to that contest, it was like, trees that was it big ass pine trees big trees moose big fucking trees. Yes. i don't know grizzly bears i guess I don't probably know. i'm sure everything you could imagine is up there oh uh, no i was just thinking i wonder if watching a throwback on uh scott murray because he's another guy who copped a lot of shit in the old days for his gloves. Like, I wonder really. if we watched him now, 
with everything we know in hindsight, like, would you look at it and go, fuck, that dude really copped the rough end of the pineapple? Yeah, well, he, he did. He did cop it. One, definitely... it, yeah. it was gnarly what he was doing. Yeah. And he's the nicest person that you've ever met in your entire fucking life. And he can That's actually... That's all I've heard. And he can actually ride. That's the thing. All these people... Dude, I would have been such an asshole going in there if everybody gave me that much shit. Yeah. The following year, dude, I would have been (laughs) such a dick. Right? But he's just super nice to everybody. Yeah. So nice. Um, Actually, Sheeny, yeah, Sheeny told me. um, He was talking about him. He's like, that guy has got so many fucking F trucks and they're the biggest trucks you'll ever see. Uh, And he's like, he's the nicest guy in the world. And yeah, so Sheeny had a lot of good things to say about yeah. him. His course and... is ridiculous. He yeah, he he built a landing for double flips that was like 14 feet tall. And normally ours are 11 or 12. Yeah. He built a metal landing that was 14 feet tall and he had to tow it around with a 550. <laughs> <laughs> It was like 30,000 pounds. The fuck. <laughs> that's a fuck like actual truck, not a pickup truck. No, that's a no, truck. Yeah. That's he had uh, like an RV inside the trailer, inside wow. the, the landing. God damn. 550. Bro. That's like don't even next step. Like 450 still looks like a regular pickup. 550s, wow. those big, like rounded front over ones. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's like a Mack truck. It's bef- it's like right before it. The <laughs> next like... thing, literally the next truck size is semi. Wow. <laughs> okay, so do do you need a special license for a 550? Um no, because it's uh regular brakes. Once you go to air brakes, okay. Maybe it has air brakes. If if you have air brakes in the United States, it has to be um cdl unless it's an rv and then you could be 80 years old and drive a 50 foot rv and tow yourself a 20 foot trailer and no one gives a shit (laughs) i love it i mean that's that's every movie that i've seen from america is like the old dude driving around in an rv i'm like oh fuck everybody's got a bus license or something no no as soon as it's an rv dude all they want to do yeah exactly it's just like can you make money with that truck? Yeah. All right. We need to license you <laughs> and get yeah. a CDL and you need to keep a log. And then it's like, you're an 80 year old dude that has too much money and wants to drive his hundred foot long rig down to uh, Daytona. Have at it. Go for it. Yeah. Go and fly off the side of a fucking cliff. Like, Have at it. God damn. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I found out even over here. So from Australia to Europe, um, so in Australia, a regular car license, I can drive with, uh, I think it, it's up to like 4.2 ton trailer on the back. Mm-hmm. So you can be like 8.4 tons on a regular license. Came over to Germany, got my license changed over, and they're like, yeah, no, everything that you have in your country, you know, you're we're on the list. So... It'll be the same in Germany. Okay, cool. Didn't think anything of it. And uh, I may or may not have driven around with some trailers. 
that may or may not have been overweight. Don't know. Can't can't tell anymore. But uh, yeah, Frank the Tank. He's like, um, but Steve, you cannot drive this trailer. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course I can. No, you you need a special license if you want to drive a, a trailer. I'm like, nah, nah. The the cops they told me I'm sweet, and then we looked at my license. Oh, okay. So you need to have. I have to go spend like a thousand euros to go get a new license just to say that I can have a trailer on the back, Holy and that's shit. not even getting to a truck license. Oh and so, God. and this is just the trailer part. And then what I've found out over here, it costs like three to four thousand euros if you just want to get a car license, regular license. Why? You have to go to schools. <laughs> you have to spend money oh on God. I don't know fucking what. But that's Germany. That's their system. It's like three or four grand. And then I was looking to get my truck license, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that'll be eight grand." I'm like. Yeah, no, I'm not driving trucks. Dude. <laughs> fuck that. We are the Wild West over here, aren't we? Yep. We're just... Yo, no. I have... I shouldn't even put this out. I have skated minimal licensing and everything for, like, <laughs> the whole time here. I'm like, that's why every time I... We're like... I think about something, I'm like, will I have to get extra licensing? Nah. One time we, got, we had a... Um, we had a toter home and then a semi trailer for our ride monster truck. And uh, then we got just like a Volvo front for it, which was like a regular semi front. Yeah. And my partner in Texas, he's like, oh, we'll just register it as an RV, man. So we register it as an RV which the, or, and insured it, which they originally insured it as an RV. Yeah. Then I drove it from Texas to Minnesota, which is like, 15 hours or more yeah then i had to drive or i went to wisconsin then the minnesota i got pulled and they shut me down at the wait station i Ooh. had to sit there wait for somebody to come by with a cdl license they came in drove me off of the lot only a couple miles then i hopped back in and drove i had i just have a regular license fyi oh, so wow. they're like this is not an rv that's why i had the ar argument with them they're like you need a cdl and i'm like if this was, right. I said, if this was an RV, it wouldn't matter. They go, but it's not an RV. I go, but you just told me it's for safety. I go, but it's not for safety because if it was an yeah. RV, I could drive it. A hundred year old person could drive it. Like, I'm yeah. like, uh, so I waited until Sunday night. I ended up asking people, I was like, hey, can you drive me out of, uh, so they pulled me in. I had somebody come and get me out. The next day, more cops showed up at the show. This is like four hours away. They show up at the show and they say, you're getting more tickets because you drove off. I had to prove to them. I had to bring the other guy over and be like, this guy drove me off of the lot. And they had to explain to them. And they were like, what time did they come? It was three o'clock in the morning. So they had to go through the footage, find three o'clock in the morning, find that he walked in there. So they're like, oh, okay. oh wow. We had to get a lawyer for 2500 bucks to fight all these tickets. They literally gave me a list of tickets. Um, and so then Sunday night, I was looking for somebody to help drive me out of uh, Minnesota. And this one old guy, that it was a bunch of truckers, and they take me over to this real old, the oldest guy. And they're like, talk to him. And he goes, 
this is literally all he said. He goes, if I'm going to run with a heavy load of potatoes, I'll do it Sunday night. That was literally. <laughs> if I'm running overweight with potatoes, I'll do it Sunday night. And I was like, all right, enough said. As soon as it gets dark, <laughs> guess what? We're fucking pinning it out of Minnesota. There you go. The, the, the wise old man. That was uh, he was like, I'm not incriminating my like I'm not gonna go too far into it. I'm just gonna tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> you can put uh, it together after that. Yeah. So I was you, like, all right. You figure out you figure out your own destiny, pal. Yeah. But if I was gonna do it. <laughs> if I'm running an overweight load of potatoes, <laughs> it's Sunday night. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Man. Oh yeah, I yeah. I mean, I don't want to incriminate myself, but actually, no, I'm a pretty good boy. I don't do too many stupid things. Well, I already got in trouble for that, and we had to pay a lot, get a lawyer to fight it, and all so, that shit. So, if you paid twenty five hundred for the lawyer to get you off the tickets, what were you up for, dude? Like, well, no CDL. Luckily, right. I had insurance, so they had sent me an email that was like, "You are insured." Then when I was pulled over and I was looking for that email, I found one that said you were we cannot insure you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, shit. So I just kept going past that one to the one that said mm -hmm. I was insured. Because it was yeah. only probably a week or two bef like difference. So I showed them that and they were like, okay. Um, so then I got, I didn't have like everything, dude. There was empty beer bottles in the trailer. If you have a commercial vehicle in the United States, it can't. you can't have empties, you can't have fulls, you can't transport alcohol, period, in your truck, anywhere, even if it's in the trailer, nothing. What? Um, You're talking about the Wild West? There's no Wild West about that. I know, it's true. Um, I didn't have a fire extinguisher, I didn't have reflective triangles, uh, I had Kratom. Do you know what Kratom is? It's mm -hmm. like a leaf off of a tree from Southeast uh, Asia. And it's like yeah. basically works as like, it's like along the lines of a painkiller. Yeah. Um, but it's like not, you know, super addictive and stuff. So I had some of that. They gave me a ticket for a, a um, uh, what the hell was it? It was like a possible... It was like drug lookout or something. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like you guys are waiting for it to turn into a drug or something? Like how it's, what? they're like, yeah, it wasn't illegal there, but they gave me a ticket for, I forget how it was worded, but it was like possible drug. And I'm like, you guys gave me a ticket in case one day it turns into a drug. Like, I don't understand what this is. Oh my God. Um, and then there was a couple other things. Like I literally had a list of shit. And um, luckily, though, we got the lawyer. The lawyer went. I didn't even have to go back up for it. But. Uh, God damn. Yeah. So what did you get stuck with? Like, surely one of those things had to stick. I don't remember because as the business, because I was like, I'm not paying for all this because mm. this was your idea for me to drive it. So our business, mm. we were partners at the time. So our business paid the yeah. fees. But I, so I think, you know. Maybe I can't drive through Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
No, I, I think don't want to fucking go back there anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I did go back actually with Nick to um, X Games, like in eighteen or something. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I I don't remember. I think we got all of it, you know, taken care of, or we paid it, or whatever. But I was like, it was a big hassle. Man. Wow. Okay, so over here, like I just said about all the licensing crap, but. Uh, if I'm going to go anywhere with the German riders, like before we leave the German borders to go to England or France or Poland or anywhere, like the guys will load their vans up full of German beer. Like we'd be carrying probably six boxes minimum, uh, minimum when we leave. And we'll bring them back empty because the Germans, they've, they've got this system for recycling that you get paid. Like, basically, for three empty boxes, you get enough money back to pay for another box of beer full. Awesome. So if you're going to go out with six boxes, you want to come back with those empties. Yeah. And you just bought two more boxes of beer. So, yeah, you're saying you can, you can't have empty or full beers in a commercial vehicle yeah. that is a, that's crazy yeah oh damn oh no that 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 shit would not fly in germany like they basically need to have a beer in the cup holder as they're driving well that's like, what it is you gotta pass the test by doing reversing with a trailer holding a beer in one hand and, yeah. and steering wheel in the other that's the midwest they have drive-through liquor <laughs> stores and shit <laughs> that's where nick's from Drive through liquor stores. Everybody's driving the dirt roads with a beverage. Yeah. No. Well, I mean that's Australia. That's we've got drive-throughs everywhere. That's, that's how you do it. Awesome. Actually, there's one thing I haven't seen here. Would have thought you'd see a drive-through in Germany, but there's not. But you can buy beer at like anywhere. Stuck like your game at, up. On the autobahn, where you can drive 350 kilometers per hour. You can also buy beer at the petrol station. Um, you can get them at the train station, like news agent, anywhere, anywhere that anywhere that wants to sell alcohol can do so awesome. basically. And in Australia, it can only be in like can't even be a supermarket. It has to be an actual liquor well, store. Well, that's how it is here. Most places, it's state by state, but like New Jersey, um. Uh, gas stations don't even have beer. Yeah, like down yeah. south, gas stations will have beer but not liquor, and then oh, you got to okay. go to a liquor store to get liquor. But here, like you have to go to a you know a liquor store or whatever for anything. Yeah. In Wisconsin, there was a bar that had a drive-up window, and you could buy yourself a five-dollar Long Island iced tea in a big styrofoam cup. With a straw in it, and they just hand it out the window to you in your car. Oh my god, I am coming! Oh, <laughs> and I mean, that thing was big, dude. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> that sounds awesome. I am up for that. God damn! And I went to a Brewers game, baseball Brewers yeah. in Milwaukee, and yeah, like they don't let you in if you don't have beer. It's like the driver's test. Like everybody in the parking lot has beer. They're just walking in with their beers. Like they just throw their oh. beer out and then buy another beer as soon as they get in. It's just, they're expected awesome. to drink. Uh, yeah. Everyone's got their stupid rules one way or another. And then they've got the cool rules 
where no one gives a fuck. Yeah, that's good. There you go. Oh, man. I better rock and roll. It's yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning here. <laughs> All right. We'll shut her down. Thank uh, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Nice. We got 10 people on watching on Rumble. Just us babble about uh, beer in uh, the Midwest and Germany. But thank you guys for joining. Go back and watch the beginning when we actually um, watch the Freestyle Motocross content. We we watched the sh we watched the show. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. Um, cool, man. No, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks again to Paul Taubleib for for putting us on to FMX Riot. That was awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll have to hit him up see if we can. Get I feel some like more he has food. connections on other some other events, probably. Yeah, see if we can get some more happening. Awesome, man. Have a good one. Yep. And you have uh, a good night. see you again next week, eh? Yeah, everybody, thank you for watching. Please subscribe, like, all that jazz.